Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Deneen White. Today, I am so excited to have Sylvana Fay on the show. Her story is very exciting and inspirational, and I cannot wait for you to meet her this evening. Hi, Sylvana. How are you today? Hey, Deneen. I'm good. How are you? I'm fantastic. Thank you so much for joining me on the show. Thank you for having me. You are so welcome. Well, this is going to be probably the fastest 30 minutes of your whole day. So can you start out by telling my audience a little bit about yourself? Yeah, sure. So my name is Silvana. I'm 18 years old, born May 5th, and I grew up in mostly Carlisle, Pennsylvania. Awesome. So um, tell me a little bit about your dreams and your aspirations. So, I mean, I told you, I started out, um, I love science and math, and I love astronomy, but um, as I came to terms with it more, I realized I had another passion, and I am now very focused on modeling, so (laughs) mostly because I really love expression, and I love the power in modeling, and even though it's, you know, quite different from being an astronomer, I just found that it's also something that I have a really strong suit in, and I'm just, like, super excited to get out there in L.A. and also meet you guys at the VIP event. Oh, my gosh. We can't wait to meet you either. So how do you make the leap from astronomy to to modeling? Um, So, I mean, my (laughs) whole life, (laughs) quite a different career. Um. So, I mean, I have always loved science. I used to want to be a veterinarian growing up. Um, But, I mean, the more I looked at the stars, the more I fell in love with it, and I got my own telescope. And then the more I progressed in school, I started taking astronomy classes. And I love it. I will always love it. But the biggest issue for me was being told my whole life that I was going to have college paid for. So I really thought, you know, I'll go anywhere I want. I'll major in anything I want. But the more that Mm. came closer and I realized my parents weren't going to be able to pay that big of a bill. And I was just like, well, if that's something that I wouldn't do right now, maybe it'd be something I'd do later in life. What's something I love? What is something I can achieve without going to college for and I realized I had I was going through quite a spiritual phase, like because <laughs> I I had dreads, I had pieces, I was very uh, one with myself. And um, but I realized that when I I gave myself dreads and gauges and was dressing a certain way, it was a specific type of expression, and that was very freeing for me. I liked people seeing me for who I was. So I was like, well, I should probably look into modeling. <laughs> Yeah, and I found I found that like it really does empower me. It makes me feel empowered. I haven't gone to tons of shoots, but from the shoots that I have done, it was an amazing experience. Awesome. So, what kind of shoots do you get to do in Pennsylvania? <laughs> well, 
the shoots that I've traveled quite a bit. Um, I went all the way out to what was I think it was Scranton. It was um, okay. a clothing clothing line that was launching, and they wanted some you know newer models. So it was like you know skater apparel, and then that was Pennsylvania, and then I went out to Baltimore to build on my portfolio, and that was really fun. Yeah, but it's that's it's awesome. Mostly yeah, so I haven't had any big shoots yet, but it's small company, you know, launching clothing line type of shoots. Okay, no, it's important. The more that you get in front of the camera, the more comfortable you get. So, I mean, exactly. that, that experience is really good. Is really good. So, let's dive a little bit deeper. You uh, In your biography you sent me, you talked about, like, moving out to L.A. Can we talk about that a little bit? You mean back in November? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, all right. So <laughs> I was told quite a bit that going out to L.A. wasn't necessarily a realistic option or dream. And, you know, that's something that I really had a passion for, something I really wanted to do. And the more I was told I couldn't, the more I wanted to, and the more I told myself I could. So, I went out a little sooner than expected because I was like, that's it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to achieve my dreams. But I didn't really have a plan. It was quite poorly okay. set up. So I went out in November by myself, for the first time by myself on a plane. And I stayed with two people who had lived and grown up in my area. And I kind of thought that, you know, I knew them and they were letting me stay with them for free. So. I felt like that would be a good situation. And then I had found somebody through a roommate app to room with after searching through tons and tons of people, of course, because I didn't want just anybody. I needed somebody I knew that was, you know, safe and not going to, you know, be a threat to my safety in any way. Um, Yeah. So I had, yeah, I planned that out. And that was honestly about as far as the planning got. So I went out to L.A. and then I stayed with these people. And, I mean, I was nervous as all get out. It was completely out of my element. I didn't know where anything was. I didn't even really have um, a plan to go into any modeling agencies. I was really just trying to get myself out to L.A. and move in somewhere. So I met the owner of a house out in public, and I had already spoken to the other two women who lived there. So I felt like it was an okay situation to meet him and see what he was like. So I went, and he showed me all around L.A. It was very fun. I mean, we were on a motorcycle, so we didn't have to deal with traffic, you know, weaving through it. <laughs> That's and, cool. And, I mean, I, yeah, I, I fell in love with L.A. I mean, I'm not super big on big cities, but at the same time, I was so mesmerized. It was so different from the environment that I'm used to, and it was like, just full of opportunities. So Awesome. Yeah, so, I mean, I did have a few plans and places that I wanted to go, like West Hollywood and such, and I ended up, I did go into the West Hollywood area. Um, I went into the interior design building. I had met with somebody who was, um, I mean, I went with the man to a meeting for video Mm -hmm. production. However, 
I mean, I know he's not a casting person, but he did really like my look and told me that I should definitely give them some headshots. So that was super exciting to hear just, you know, from anybody working in that building. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so that was, like, that was one of the strongest points of the trip because right after that, it was, see, the catch was to get into the building, I had to pretend to be this man's significant other. Did I do anything okay. to send that? No. He just told them that I was, and I was like, eh, that doesn't seem very right. <laughs> so it took it took not too many other signals for me to realize that this man was definitely crushing on me, and that sent a huge red flag. So immediately my place to live was that whole plan fell through because it was I'm obviously okay. not going to stay with somebody who – you know, made me uncomfortable. Yeah, but for sure. As, yeah, so, and right after that fell through, it was it was the people I was staying with originally. I was going to stay there for a month or three, but they were in the porn industry, and I didn't you know anybody oh my in the gosh. porn industry. <laughs> it's, not, it's not the best mix. You, you, even if you knew them before, they're different now, and that's something I realized pretty fast, and it was it was an uncomfortable situation for me. So I ended up I wanted to go to Malibu, but Malibu was on fire. <laughs> oh, I ended up geez. yeah, I know. So I ended up traveling to Venice. So the best of my stay, I just hung out in Venice, and I made some Canadian friends, and we hung out. But then I came back, and that was basically the sum of my trip. Okay. Well, I mean, the good thing is you took the risk and you went out there. And I think, did you learn a pretty valuable lesson by doing so? Oh, my gosh, yes. I needed so much more planning. But I'm just glad that I went out there so that I know what's out there and I know I have a much better game plan now. Awesome. And I think, I mean, I think it's cool. I mean, it stinks that you went out there and – that it didn't work out the way you wanted to, but I'm very thankful that you came home, that you were able to come home alive because there are so many people that will go out and like do something like that with no planning. And then some, something happens and you never know. So thank God that you um, made it back alive. First of all, <laughs> but, but the awesome thing is too, Silvana, is that even though you went out there and it didn't work out the way you wanted it to, it sounds like you're still pursuing your dreams and your vision, which is awesome. Oh, definitely. I mean, I felt deterred for, you know, maybe a few days. It was hard to readjust and come back to where I was, but it, it, it by no means does that mean I failed. I just have to get back up and go out there again with, you know, stronger and better. Yeah, definitely. There's um, something, a concept called failing forward. So as long as you learn from the mistake that you made, then you're good to go because you can you can always recover from that. So that's fantastic. Yeah. So, um, so what is it like? You, I know you want to do modeling and stuff like that. Is do you have a reason why you want to do it? Like, do you have a group of people that you want to inspire or anything like that? Uh, definitely. So, one of my favorite models is Inka Williams, and she is so beautiful. She has such a kind heart and spirit, and she's like kind of a role model for me because. She, she's, like, always out in nature. She's always talking, like, 
spreading the word to protect animals and how there's still so much abuse still these days. And I just feel like as a model, I would, having that platform and that privilege to speak out to a group of people, I would definitely want to raise awareness on, like, certain things such as, you know, the way we're affecting the climate and the way we affect nature, you know, in general. And also uh-huh. just to remind people remind people that not everything has to be so serious. You don't always have to be so cold-hearted. Like, there's, there's still kindness in the world. Yeah, it's so true. That's awesome. Very cool. So um, Thank you. what are your big goals for modeling? Um, so I don't have tons yet. However, I definitely would like to be featured in Vogue Italia. That would be amazing. Um, right now I'm going to probably stick to commercial and swimwear, but also I would love to work for pink. Okay. Why would you love to work for pink? I, I mean, I shop there all the time, so I'm already a big <laughs> fan of their clothing. <laughs> Um, but I also nice. think I kind of have a, a similar look to the other women there. Victoria's Secret is, you know, for slightly older women. And I'm also, I'm five to six, so I'm not sure about the height requirements and all of that. Are you saying that only old women shop at Victoria's Secret? Absolutely not. Kidding. I shop there as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's awesome. Very cool. So what is your favorite you. thing about modeling? I know that you like um, – you like the the difference where you can inspire people, but what is it about modeling that you just enjoy so much? I feel like it's mostly the empowerment, especially to yourself. Like it's it's an extremely competitive industry, and I'm I'm told that by everybody in it. You know, it's if you fought and worked that hard and you get there, I can only imagine what a satisfying, empowering feeling that is. Yeah, that's so true. It's it's definitely competitive, that's for sure. <laughs> Very competitive. Okay, so let's see here. So I know that reading your biography had kind of a rough go at it for a while, right? Yeah. So I don't want to make you sad, but can you talk about how you've overcome about some things you've overcome and how you feel like that's going to help you be successful? Yeah, definitely. Um, So I have struggled with anxiety and depression just about my whole life. It set in around fourth, fifth grade. It got really hard for me to show up to school. You know, I was in and out of cyber school. It was just school just became something that was unbearable for me, showing up, being judged by people over and over again. It was just completely strange to me at a certain point. I I didn't understand it, and it overwhelmed me. And, you know, I ended up being able to get back into school in middle school. But so I feel like the anxiety died down a lot for a good period of time. But the depression was the hardest part for me having to go through. Um, and, you know, my parents and I, we didn't have 
the best relationship. We had many different beliefs. And, you know, as a young kid, you listen to absolutely everything your parents say. You're, you're learning. And be it, you know, religion or any life lesson, you eventually get a mind of your own and kind of look at what your parents taught you versus what you believe. And that's when we really mm-hmm. started to we really started to clash around that time. So I felt quite depressed and they weren't really able to connect with me. And that was something that I struggled with for many years until I had my, I had, you know, suicidal thoughts myself and, and I had, you know, I was driven to self-harming. And so my parents had tried to send me to, um, what they thought was a friendly, rather rehabilitation center. And, uh-huh. I mean, it ended, up, it ended up being very abusive, and it was mostly for a place for kids who were, you know, angry and mischievous and getting into trouble, not, you know, not for kids who were depressed. And it was yeah. quite an abusive it was quite an abusive facility and it it got shut down by the police. So I returned home from all of that mess. And I just, I was very, I felt very strong for getting through it. But at the same time, I was still very, you know, beaten and broken down. So I got back home and, you know, I got back into everything, but something just kind of snapped in me. You know, the more I went through high school, I just kind of realized and thought to myself, I have my whole life ahead of me, and this is that being sad. I, I don't want to feel like that for the rest of my life. So I was like, I'm going to do something to really make myself feel better. I'm going to change. I'm going to find something that gives me motivation and drive. And that's when I started really devoting myself to astronomy and being true to myself. And that's when I really got into my spiritual phase. Like for most of high school, I I meditated, I did yoga, I was as self-aware as I could be because all I wanted to do was be better and continue to grow. And self-growth became the most important thing to me. And I have, I'm so thankful that I went through that because I don't know where I would be today if I didn't. I, it's completely changed my life. And I like, even though it wasn't astronomy that ended up being the, you know, end goal for my career, it still mm-hmm. it got me from it, it got me from point A to point B, and I don't I don't feel the same way that I used to feel. It's it's not a depression. It's not oh I wonder what tomorrow is going to bring. It's it's oh my gosh mm-hmm. I wonder what tomorrow is going to bring. Like you know I'm excited for the next day. Awesome. It's, it's yeah. That's phenomenal. That's so. I mean, there are so many people that if they went to that place. Um, in Virginia, that that would have broken them. But I love so much that you found your strength in that. That like something Thank that was, they like it's from the way you were describing it. It sounded like they really wanted to break everyone down, and like that hurts my heart, especially because it was like a Christian place. I was like when I read that, Silvana, part of my heart just like broke into a million pieces because like the, how many times are there people who think they're doing something good for you? And they really, they really truly have the best intentions, but then it like turns out that it was so misguided. And something else that I, right. when I was reading your bio, like I, something else that like broke my heart into a million pieces was when you were talking about how your quest for science 
actually drove a wedge between your parents because of faith. And the, the funny thing is about that is like, I'm a person of faith. And the thing is, is like the more that you study science, the more it actually proves, Oh, I want to talk to her parents so badly. Like I want to sit them down and have a conversation with them. <laughs> so it's like, there are so many things, but like, again, like instead of you using those things as reasons to like, be like, Oh, I hate the world and the world hates me. You're like, you know what? No, I'm going to be, I'm going to take this and I'm going to become stronger for it. And you know what? I'm still going to pursue my dreams. Like things may not have gone well, but I'm still pursuing my dreams because there are people like, I truly believe there are people who need to hear your story. And today's the first step in that. I'm, I don't, so I'm really excited that you um, shared your story here on the podcast. There are so many people that are going to hear that and they're going to be like, I want to go to L.A. today, but I have $5 in my pocket. And then they're going to hear your story. Like, okay, well, maybe I should plan just a little bit better. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. So so are you coming out to hang out with us in L.A. in June? Uh, Yeah, the 26th. (laughs) That's awesome. So you're going to show us all around since, like, you were out there for a little while and you know your way around now? Oh, um, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully Malibu isn't on fire in June, so you can get, finally go see Malibu. Oh, my God. I hope so. I really hope so. <laughs> yeah, I have I have friends who live out there. I haven't seen anything about fires in a while. So so hopefully we'll, get, we'll, we'll be able to get you some time to go to the beach. Oh, my gosh. Were they out there during the fire? Yes, but they're they're fine. Everything's fine. No one, no, none of my friends were harmed during any of that. Thank goodness, right? Yeah. Wow. It's good. It was crazy. Yeah. I mean, that went down in history. Yeah. It was. It was. They were. It was pretty bad. But thank God that um, everyone, at least everyone I know, came out fine. So that's cool. Yeah. So let's yeah. see what else. So what are you excited about to do at the LA event? Have, do you have any preconceived notions about what it's going to be? Um, slightly. I know that I have two separate training sessions, I believe, and then the third day is the big event. Is that right? Awesome. Are you getting – yeah, yep, it is. Are you getting photos taken? I believe so. I believe I am. <laughs> Okay, awesome. Okay, that's awesome. So um, let's see here. So are you part of our 30-day challenge group? I'm not, but I think I'm going to next month. But you're a part of the group that we made for the event, right? Yeah, I am. Awesome. Very cool. Well, you and I will get to hang out in there a lot, so that's awesome. Very cool. Yeah, I'm so excited. Nice. Cool. Well, let's see here. So I have a question for you. If you could give anyone one piece of advice, what piece of advice would you give them and why? Hmm. I think I would say um, probably just no matter what, no matter who tells you how you, what you need to be, how you need to be it, what you need to look like. I think the most important thing is to be yourself and know what's in your heart and what makes you happy and what, you know, what makes you happy in life because it doesn't, it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks of you in the end. All that matters is how you lived your life and how happy you were and how, 
what you did to make others happy. That's awesome. Now, how did you get all of that emotional intelligence after everything you've been through? Like, how did you come to the point where that would be the piece of advice that you would give people? Well, probably just because of everything I have been through. It's it's taught me that it doesn't, like, I have been told to be so many different things, and I know that so many people have wished me to be so many ways, but you can't change who you are. You can better yourself, but you can't change what's inside of you. And I've been, you know, beaten down and broken I don't know how many times, but in the end, what choice do you have other than to get back up on your feet and try to make yourself smile again and make yourself better? There's, You can be happy or you can live the rest of your life miserable. It's, it's your choice ultimately. No matter what you've been through, you can always, I believe, always overcome it. That is so true. I wish I had your mentality when I was 18 years old. I can't imagine how much better my life would be at this very moment. Like I really? hope that when you become a, <laughs> yes, really. Like I, I really hope that when you become successful as a model, that you really take the, take your experiences and you share them with people and you show them like, this is what I've gone through. Like, and this is where I am. And this could be you too. I mean, can you imagine if you shared your story with 10 people and five of those people actually got what you're talking about and ran with it? How, I mean, how amazing would that be? And then those five people share with five people. I mean, it's, it's amazing. I mean, I just, I, again, like I read your biography when you first sent it to me, but when I was reading it today to just to refresh for our call, I was like, this woman here is a powerhouse. <laughs> you're really going to be able to change lives. Seriously, Thank you're going to be you. able to change so many lives. I'm so excited for you. And I can't wait to meet you in Los Angeles. I know. I'm so excited to meet you, too. I just, I mean, and, and making people, like, being able to empower people is so fulfilling. It really is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, like, and that's, that sounds like that's what your whole, that's what your whole goal is for your life. So that's, I'm so excited for you, Sylvana. I'm so glad that I got the opportunity to meet you on the podcast before. And I don't know if I told you this. Did I tell you about the homework, that, the assignment that I have to give you? Uh, no, you didn't. Okay. Well, I have one very important assignment that I give to all of my podcast guests, okay? So okay. your assignment is to make sure that when we're in L.A., that you make sure that we get a selfie together. Can you do that for me? <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> were you expecting something a lot more stringent than that? <laughs> Honestly, yes. You didn't even have to ask. I'd already go for it myself. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Very cool. Well, I just want to thank you so much. Well, thanks for laughing at my crazy joke, too. But I just want to thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me tonight. I really appreciate it. And I yeah, cannot wait so to much. see you. I'm going to see you in a couple of weeks almost in L.A. So before we'll blink our eyes and we'll be there. It'll be awesome. I know. I can't wait. Awesome. Well, Silvana, you have a fantastic night, and I will be talking to you soon. All right. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, my gosh. You're so welcome. Have a great night. (laughs) Thanks. You too. Thanks. Bye. Bye. I just want to thank everyone so much 
for listening to the VIP Ignite Live podcast. If you are inspired by Silvana's story, please make sure you hit subscribe because I have some amazing guests coming up over the next couple of weeks. And if you are interested in learning to become an actor, a model, or a musician, want to learn more about um, VIP Ignite, please go to our website at ammsociety.com where you can get registered for our next live webinar. Thank you so much for listening and have a great night.